0: Hey-ho, good morning, welcome to Leaders Live, welcome to Leaders Live show, this is a short countdown timer to help the various live feeds catch up and settle down, Or yeah, and you know, we can't wait for today's groovy show and we're... We're hanging out with business-to-business marketing expert and recent digital nomad Sarah Hughes this morning. And Sarah's also a regular guest on Leaders Live and a regular contributor. So uh, we'll be chatting about the digital nomad, how to adventure while you work. Ooh, so that's today's session. I'm just waiting for the feed to come up. I think it's just come up, so I'll pop that up. So hi, Sarah. Give us a quick wave.
1: Morning. morning. Hey, <laughs> Hola!
0: Brilliant. Yeah, we, we'll we'll see um Sarah's in northern Tenerife at the moment we think, so uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. And helping us to engage, we have the lovely Berdine Hugo, our fab moderator, chipping in and she'll she'll keep us on um, she'll keep the interaction flowing and keep us on track and uh Sawaburna Birdine. How you doing? <laughs> hey, fantastic.
2: Hey. And, um,
0: you'll see a bit later that Birding is sporting our Leaders Live t-shirt that's come all the way from the yes. UK, all the way to South Africa. So, yeah, um, music by my uncle Peter. And this is the 52nd show. Folks, fantastic. Oh. Man. Yeah, brilliant. And we've all been part of this growing community that feels really exciting. And please let us know if our audio is coming through. Okay. Morning, Paul. Uh, A groovy morning all, he says. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, please join in uh, on the feed. Tell us um, that we're all coming through okay? And uh, good morning, Jamie Radford. Um, Fantastic to see you. So, oi oi people, sawabuna, it's Leaders Live Showtime, folks, and it's just after 8.45am here in the UK. And if you're new to Leaders Live and you don't know me, I'm Andrew Jenkins and we are live, live, live We're Leaders Live this morning. Spreading the love, folks. Spreading the love. Yappa dapper do Love that expression. And uh, we're streaming out on LinkedIn. We're streaming out on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook groups, Twitter, Twitch, all of those things. Ta-da! It's a complicated thing, all this tech, but it seems to all hang together somehow. So fingers crossed. And uh, if you can't catch us on live, folks, or on the replay, fear not, my friends, we have you covered. We're, we go out on podcast as well a few um, a couple of days later, so we're on podcast too. So and we'll send you the link a bit later. So remember too, it's an interactive fo- show, folks. So please get involved, join in, ask questions, network with the live community. A little bit of friendly banter goes a long way. So you know how it goes. So put it all together, and what have you got? Yep, yeah, you've got it, bibbity bobbity boo, and you might be singing that song for the rest of the day as well. Ah, so let's bring up, um, this week's leaders live guest. So let me just bring that side by side scene up. Here we go. The lovely Sarah. How are you
1: doing? Great to have you on the show again, Sarah. Oh, I'm so excited. I've been really looking forward to it. So really, have we. Really yeah,
0: we are so, I can't tell you, we're so excited to have you on, um, to talk about the digital nomad. Mm. How to adventure while you work. That deserves a, ooh. <laughs> So, Tara, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're live streaming from, how long you've been digital nomading, if that is a, mm. even a word, and where we're heading um, with you today in today's chat.
1: Take it away for us yeah. second. Oh, oh, thank you. Well, um, I am live streaming from a place called La Orotava, which is in, a, it's a beautiful mountainside town in North Tenerife. Wow. And I'm in a co-live, co-work space called Nine.
3: Nine. And
1: mm-hmm. um and just in terms of when the digital nomading started, <laughs> I started it in end of March.
0: End of March.
1: So right. about a couple of months so far. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll be doing this for about another month because okay. uh, then I need to return back to the UK and then plan the next adventure. The
0: that. next adventure. We might come back to, um, nomading 2.0 a bit later, Sarah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, yeah, where are we heading then today, Sarah? Just tell us a little bit of uh, where, where you're taking us today.
1: Yeah. I think it's telling the story mm. of what got me started doing yep. it. Yeah. How I found it, the highs, the lows, tips, hints. Um, <laughs> And I think what's really surprised me is uh, I've been creating a video series, a video diary. Yeah, they're brilliant. And Thank you. Uh, so I I just uploaded last night my 22nd video. Yeah. Uh, and the response to the videos is totally surprising to lie to me because I did the videos as... Um, an alternative to a blog because when I said to people, this is what I'm going to be doing, so many people said, oh well, um, what's that going to be like and I thought a really good way of showing them was to literally show them, to video it, to uh, film from different locations and to give my very honest take on the highs and the lows of it.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so we are really looking forward to that and that deserves a Oh. yeah brilliant okay and um sarah you've just launched a new youtube channel i've just sent the link that's what i was doing a minute oh, ago to you, Birdine. You, so we'll you. pop that in the link for you as well um so people can follow you on your brand new youtube channel and uh, while yeah. we're talking about youtube channels you can also follow us as well please thank you very much and we'll pop the link <laughs> in again so um, yeah, birding quickly. You know what's um, what's going on in the chat before we haven't even started yet. But what's going on in the chat?
2: Okay, so uh, first of all, I'm just I would like to say good morning to everyone. Oh yes, good and morning. And then I've got yeah. uh, this this lovely. You can't see much because the sun is in the way. Oh
0: my leader's like oh, our leader's anyway, like t t-shirt. Yeah. Just hold on. There we go.
2: There
0: you go. There Look go. at that. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah, I got this one yesterday. So. Very excited about this and the hoodie and everything. So thank you, Andrew.
0: You're very
3: welcome. Um, Very welcome.
2: we've got a few good mornings in the chat. Uh, We already, you said about Paul and Jamie. Matthias said, good morning, everyone. Today is the Norwegian Constitution Day. So we'll celebrate after today's episode.
0: Cool. Um, Like that morning, Matthias.
2: Good morning, Joe, Cecile, Mark Ferguson. Uh, Mark said... uh, in the UK, Sarah looking too happy, relaxed, and sun-tanned and working too.
1: <laughs> oh, nice hi one, Mark. Mark. Welcome, Mark. Hello, Great Mark. to see you. Fab.
0: <laughs> there you go. Shout out
1: for Mark. Oh, You're good fab. morning, Maria.
2: <laughs> uh, Maria said, "Good morning." Joe said, "I've really enjoyed following your journey. So interesting, Sarah." Yeah. Um, oh, Matthias said, "Where can we find your video series, Sarah? Would love to watch." And, and then, thanks yes, for this. The is feed. a is a cool t shirt that I got. Yes, <laughs> it's very cool. Brilliant! brilliant. <laughs> Part of the cool kids.
0: The cool kids on the block. There we go. Fantastic. Yeah. Hi again, Mark. So, okay. So, Sarah, you have a question for the audience. Kick us off with a, a quick question to get us engaged.
1: The first question is: mm. Have you? Ever envied others that travel and work at oh,
0: the same time yeah so there you go have you ever envied others that travel and work at the same time so please use the feed you know engage with us get the get the engagement going folks birddie will chiver you along as well as we're coming along and we'll come back to you as well Sarah in just a tick as well mm-hmm. so um, as mentioned uh, leaders live is an interactive show so please join in folks don't be shy use the comments for these questions and to engage with us join the show and each other, and you know, as we chat through uh, the digital nomading experience, which we think might be a new word. And remember, it's a group conversation too. You know how it goes. And uh, we've introduced Birdine to the lovely Birdine, all the way from South Africa. So, um, also please uh, smash those likes for us, folks, and those thumbs up. To that, really appreciate that. That keeps us motivated as well. Um, And in South Africa terms, we'd call that laka laka, right, Birdine? So. <laughs> Um, and yes, subs- keep yeah. <laughs> brilliant so and please subscribe to the leaders' live YouTube uh, community channel as well as sarah 's YouTube channel um it's a group effort, so um you know help us to to grow that channel so back to you, Sarah, let me just bring Sarah up again, so back to you, Sarah, and mm. just before you begin let's just give you a round of applause. Now, those of you on podcast, there's loads of confetti pouring down the screen right now. So, Sarah will be cleaning that up for ages. So. Yeah. this is pan and brush out. Yeah, pan and brush out. It'll, yeah, it'll be everywhere. I'll tell you, it gets everywhere. So, hope you feel the love, Sarah. Feel the love. I hope you enjoyed the lovely, groovy build-up. So, so, Sarah, you asked the audience mm. a question. Let's start with this. Um, Let's um, let's just go back to Birdin and see what's in the chat from the question you asked earlier. So Birdin, over to you.
2: Kessler, uh Matthias said, "Yes, oh, it's for the cool shirt." For okay, oh, the mind. cool
0: shirt. Chris yeah. said, "Why?" Morning, Chris. <laughs> Chris
2: said he's very pleased to tune in um, with us today. And then Joe said, I certainly have. My hubster is in RAF. I've watched his work and travel journeys for over 20 years. Lucky man. Ooh, <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. I hadn't realized your hub, your hubster. <laughs> that's a great word is in the RAF. Brilliant.
1: I have met Joe and her hubster. Um, and I have. you lovely people. Yeah. We've, we've met IRL in real life. In real. <laughs>
0: In real life,
1: I love that,
0: IRL, there's a new word, I didn't know it even existed, IRL, there's a thing.
1: (laughs) You'll be seeing
0: it all the time now. Fantastic, Firdi.
2: Oh, Mark said I'm impressed with every with anyone who can make a plan and then do their best to make that plan work. Oh,
0: yeah. You see, Myers-Briggs terms, Mark. That's because they're high J or or some J uh, anyway for planning, I guess. But uh, there we go. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true, does it? So uh, anyone can travel and and plan. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Mark.
2: Yes. Maria said, I've never really thought about it from a travel mm. perspective, but mm. I do envy those that built their own lifestyle business that allows time for hobbies and sports. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. Mm. Now, M- Maria, um, she she balances um, her work and play very nicely with horse jumping, which is that takes oh. a lot of bravery. So uh, hats oh. off to Maria. So uh, that's her massive hobby and lifestyle. Yeah.
1: And my question for uh, Maria maybe... is, is could she, sorry, Berdine. My question for Maria no. is, would she and could she?
0: What well, travel and do horse. Yeah. Well, maybe she's oh. got family as well. So uh, oh, yeah.
1: God. Okay, that is a that is a, an extra element, a layer of consideration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Berdine. <sighs>
2: Okay, uh Joe just said, "Haha, love the IRL, great couple of gins too."
0: Oh yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. <laughs> Brilliant, nice one.
2: Oh, Matthias said he will remember the IRL phrase. Nice. Um, Cecile said to answer Sarah's question. Yes, I did. I love the interaction between moving and working my brain out. Yeah. Love working in the train.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I was writing my book, it was trains, planes, and automobiles, and cafes, and all sorts, so all over the world, so it's great. Right, so, okay, so, um, Sarah, you've got a second question for us, just to keep the feed going. Uh-huh.
1: Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being extremely dissatisfied, (laughs) 10 being extremely satisfied, how would you rate your current happiness level?
0: How would you rate your current happiness level? Okay, so on a scale of 10, how would you rate your happiness level? Uh, one being dissatisfied, 10 being extremely mm-hmm. content. Okay, um that's now in the feed. So please respond to that. There's a bit of a delay in the feed. So we're going to kick off with another question while we're waiting for that one to come through. Um, yeah, Sarah, you know, why did you even consider doing digital now, what, you know, Now, how did you get started? You know, what was the impetus? What made you even think about doing this? Take it away for us, sir.
1: Thank you. Mm. Um, In October last year, I um, had devised and I led a conference for a great company called Suez. Mm. And the conference theme was uh, live your best life and be your best self. Oh, yeah. And I believe in being authentic and, Mm. you know, living or practicing what I'm preaching. Yeah. So as part of what I do for that um, is that every... When I was 50, I decided to have a minimum of 50 amazing moments.
0: I remember you talking about this last... Sarah's been on the show, like, a few
1: times.
0: (laughs) And we we talked about the best you, didn't we? And that's where we talked about it. Yeah, so carry on, Sarah. Yeah. Just give me some context.
1: And um, what I've done is every year since then, I've upped the ante. So because I'm 53 this year, Mm. uh, I'm now... For example, my target is a minimum 53 amazing moments. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah. yeah. I'm not backwards, I'm Sarah, not, then they get less. <laughs> I'm not descending. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I was finding, because I keep a log, I've got albums on my phone. Yeah. And when I have that amazing moment, mm. I'll photograph it or video it or record it in some way. Yeah. And I was getting to, I got to March and I was like, good God, that amazing moments folder is looking sorely empty. Ooh. And I need to do something about it because I'm not going to be having amazing moments sat by myself in my apartment, not going anywhere and not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. and on top of that obviously we've all had the pandemic hey, to deal with.
0: yeah well said yeah
1: we've had the isolation of that yeah um, and and i just was feeling in a, a bit of a rut and i wanted some uh, more inspiration i wanted to feel more motivated and i just thought the only person that can do that is me yeah So that's how I was feeling, Mm. that it was a little bit groundhog day. And that's even with the fact that I know that I have a a fantastic life. I really do. I live in a beautiful apartment. I've got my own business, which is brilliant. I've got lovely clients. Um, Oh, got (laughs) the sound effects, sound effects of the the church there. Um, so even with all of that, I just thought, you know, I'm really feeling demotivated mm-hmm. and I need to do something different because if I don't, I'm not going to have a different outcome. Yeah. Um, and then what happened also at the same time is that I follow a, a business author called John Williams, yeah. who's fab. Uh, and I think I've introduced you to John you as have. well. Yes. Andrew. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And
1: uh, he's written four best-selling books, and he was doing a live stream from Madeira, all about being a digital nomad there. And I watched John do this live stream from a hotel that I've actually now been a stayed in <laughs> the next board. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and. And it just really inspired me. And so that night, uh I thought, right, let's take radical action. So I booked a one-way ticket to Madeira.
0: One-way ticket. Wow.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I booked three nights in a hotel. And I've got, that's my hotel reservation. Oh. And uh let's just show you. I do like getting a few little props for you. Nice. Sarah
0: props. Uh, let's
1: just show you. And then this is, let's just find it. And that's my flight.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: And that's what I went with. I I went with one-way ticket and three nights in a hotel.
0: Yeah, and of course a very small bag, right, which we'll come on to later, but uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Sarah, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> there'll, there'll be like ten bags for hair products we'll come on to that a little bit later.
1: I think I can give out John and his money sometimes on the luggage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we'll come to what an earth you pack a little bit later, but um Burdin, just just sort of let's just give Sarah a pause for a minute. What's going on in the chat? Let's um let's revisit the chat.
2: Okay. Uh, Maria said, yes, I have three children, but definitely a thought for the future. I could go and ride horses in different countries.
0: Yeah. yeah you...
2: so that's just on the previous uh, question.
0: Do, do do you think, uh, Maria, there... that they'd all have to have different languages as well, those horses, or would you take your own horse? Oh, that's an interesting thought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mark said I was effectively a digital nomad for six wow. years while oh. I ran... The Asia business for PSI Metals UK mm. office about six times per year was a constant search for electricity and Wi-Fi, <laughs> and permanent jet lag. Yeah. Definitely not a glamorous lifestyle.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we'll come to Wi-Fi. Wi- I get, you know, I can see that as a major challenge. Well, actually, let's tackle it now. Is that a major challenge still,
3: Sarah? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I pick places to stay really carefully, yeah. um, depending on Wi-Fi connectivity. And I've also got um, unlimited data on my phone, so I've got a personal hotspot back yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you get 5G wherever you are? Is that possible? I just started
1: getting 5G about two weeks ago. Oh, right. uh, Otherwise, it's largely been 4G. 4G. Yeah. But I'm doing sometimes six Zooms a day and ah. I do, I deliver a lot of training yeah. uh, via Zoom, so it has to be superb.
0: Yeah, okay. And has that been a challenge for you doing the Zoom rooms?
1: The, the challenge I find with a lot of the co live co work spaces or even just co work spaces is that they've got some shared um, facilities. Yeah. Very few have got enough um, spaces or pods or acoustically sound places that you can do zooms
0: yeah rooms for zooms rooms for zooms Zooms, rooms for zooms there you go yeah so there's another challenge okay but um but not impossible as you've found out okay so uh, in answer to the question on scale out of 10 for satisfaction birding
2: yeah we are we've got an average of seven Seven, if i look quickly
0: through the
2: field it's an average of seven. seven
0: Laurie, yes. morning Laurie. Morning Elaine Jenkins. Um that's a good name by the way, Elaine Jenkins. Yep. Cathy <laughs> Heath, <laughs> one of my mates, seven. Joe Cooper, eight. Nice one Joe. Mateus, seven. Kim Todd. Kim Todd. Oh, good morning Kim Todd. Oh, hi Kim. <laughs> she says morning everybody. There you go. <laughs>
1: Kim's
0: waving with a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was, um that was Kim. There you go. Yeah, waving with a nine. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Go sorry Berdin.
2: And then Cecile also had a, a seven.
0: Yeah. And I think mm, Maria says down. this about you looking amazing, looking amazing. Yeah. There you go. Oh.
2: <sighs> okay, Joe said, uh, Sarah, you always look fab. You're definitely suiting the digital nomad life. Looks like you've taken a youth due. Hey, there you go. <laughs>
1: oh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> and some of my videos, honestly, I was really feeling. The age, believe me, when I was lo- watching them back. <laughs> but thank you. Thank
0: you for the, for the compliments. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Carry mm. on, Birdie.
1: Mathieu said it's a fantastic,
2: it is fantastic to have the opportunity to work from where you want. Yeah. The last two months I have worked from a co-working oh, space twice oh, a week. Nice. But when listening to how you describe life of being a digital nomad, I'd love to try this lifestyle and travel as well.
0: There you go, Matthias. Right, get that one-way ticket going and uh, take a picture of it and we can all see it for next week, Matthias.
2: Maria responded uh, to what you said, Andrew. So she said, so right, need to change something to get different outcomes.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, Maria's mm -hmm. our mental toughness expert.
2: And then then she also said one horse language. Ah, one horse language.
0: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs)
2: Cecile said, thanks for sharing, Sarah. I can relate to your experience. Thank you,
1: Cecile.
2: Yeah, and then Matthias just uh, responded to Maria's uh, horse language. She said, the horse is perhaps multilingual, making it an intelligent horse as well.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, horse whispering. Sorry, I need
2: to drop off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Mark
2: Ferguson's dropping off. Um. Enjoy said, the, rest, enjoy of the rest of the call.
0: We'll catch up with you, Mark. Aww. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> see you, Mark. Nice. Nice. nice, to see you. To see you, nice. Uh,
2: Elaine said you've got a great name, Andrew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Right.
2: Uh Kim said yes. I am very happy this morning. It's absolutely gorgeous in this part of the world. Great to tune in.
0: Wow. So where's Kim calling from?
2: In South. South Devon.
0: South UK. Devon. Yeah, South Devon, UK. Fine. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Kim. Mm. Yeah, that's your part of the world, right? She's one of your mates, Sarah. Yeah, Kim and I work
1: together. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Hi, Kim. <laughs> Great. And then Elaine
2: said you look amazing, Sarah. Oh wow. um, you, Laurie said I will be heading back to the office nearly full time after work from home, full time for the last four years. Not sure I'm thrilled with this.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of controversy about this, isn't there? People mm-hmm. resisting going back mm. and stuff, and the whole great resignation yeah. thing is, you know, yeah. and you know, as you mentioned, Sarah, you know, that stirred you up as well, the whole pandemic being mm-hmm. locked down for two years. and Absolutely. You know, you know, people are making different life choices, Sarah, do you think?
1: They are, and mm. the uh, I think it's been a seismic change because yeah. we've had such radical. Transformation of society that no one would have foresaw, even in the month or two before the pandemic really started to take flight. Yeah. And it's reset and makes people challenge a lot more.
0: Yeah, reset. Yeah, and that whole rethinking, reset, Mm re-pivot reinvent. And and Sarah, you know, just a thought here. You know, you I I meant when we talked earlier, you said that you know for, for some people this is about a midlife crisis. Um, is it also about a life crisis as well that people kind of just reevaluate their lives, no matter what age? Not it doesn't have to be the midlife, but you know, what, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? You know, is it is that part of the impetus of, you know, returning I, back to that authenticity, as you said?
1: I think it's that, and I think mm. it's also because of the the economic and the cultural changes, and the fact that uh, it, it reminds me of the Second World War in a little bit. Oh yeah. In the, what happened in the Second World War is that, for example, women uh, went and worked in industries and did jobs that yeah. before the Second World War they'd never dreamed of doing. Not because they didn't want to; there just wasn't the opportunity. Of course. And I see the pandemic having that kind of seismic change. Game changer. Yeah. It is a it is a game changer, and also because of the ability for people to work remotely now because they've proven that they can work remotely
3: yeah
1: um that that for me is what the difference is and with a lot of the people that i've been meeting doing this lifestyle a good proportion of them wouldn't have been able to do this pre-pandemic it's because of the pandemic that they've got the flexibility and they're also um are a lot more employers seeing it as an advantage to offer fully remote working.
0: Yeah. So it's become a thing, I guess, mm-hmm. and people are re-evaluating what's important to them. But also this flexibility has come through this whole hybrid.
1: Yeah. You know, thing and, and, and even, um, mm. I, I think I said in one of my video diaries, just book a ticket for a week and do it. Yeah. You, you don't have to sign up for months or years It it can be as small as a week, just go and try it. Most people, unless they've got, you know, young children or horses to feed, (laughs) most people can go and do a week. I think it's fair to say.
0: Most people can do a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. And Mattes says this. He's, he's, so you've, you've, he's responded to your challenge. I will take a screenshot once the one-way ticket is ordered, guys. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And Maria says, totally agree. The virtual concept of work is new to her mm-hmm. too. It's new to a lot of us, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, very briefly, you know, so you've been traveling since March. You're going to travel mm-hmm. um until June and come back and then reevaluate and do a 2.0 where have you been so far where have you stayed what sort of places have you been to you know tell us a little bit about your journey so far
1: yeah so I flew out to Madeira I did used to call it Madeira but I now know you should pronounce it Madeira
0: oh Madeira Mm -hmm. cake not Madeira cake right
1: yeah uh, I flew out to there with my one-way ticket because I had yeah. no idea how long I would be there or yeah. where else I was going after that. Yeah. And I wanted to keep it really flexible, which was a very good idea. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I decided to leave Madeira after staying at two locations. One's called Ponta de Sol, the other one's the capital of Because I found getting accommodation really challenging.
0: Oh, right. Um, So there's another challenge, trying to get the accommodation for staying in. Right.
1: Or getting the right accommodation Uh because I wanted to do the co-live, co-work experience. Okay. And that was the big difference for me. I didn't want to just pitch up to a co-work and then, you know, go and sit by myself in an Airbnb. Yeah. Because I thought I'm sat by myself at home.
0: Yeah. So you want to be with others, right?
1: So I want to be with others. Okay. Um, so after, uh, Madeira, I went and did a five day digital nomad experience on an island called Porto Santo, Mm. which no one's heard of, but it's a two, three hour ferry journey from Madeira. Absolutely beautiful island. Yeah. I wouldn't say the digital nomad part of it was that well organized. Right. Uh, but I'm really glad that I went to the island and I met some nice people. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I then travelled to Gran Canaria because Gran mm. Canaria, especially Las Palmas, has got quite an active digital nomad community. And I stayed in a co-live co-workspace there that's run by a company called Re People. Yeah. Um, and they've got about six different co-live co-workspaces. Wow. Uh, and so I stayed there for a couple of weeks yeah. before then moving on to Tenerife. Because once you start getting into the digital nomad communities, you get a lot of recommendations.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Places to go, places to see.
1: Yeah. And um, what I found is every single co-live, co-workspace is so different. It's untrue. Wow. I, I can't begin to say the variance in them. And not even necessarily in good or bad, they're just different. Just different. Um, Yeah, so when I went to Tenerife, I decided to go to North Tenerife Mm -hmm. uh, because it's less commercial, it's greener. Uh, Both North and South Tenerife have very active digital nomad communities. Wow, yeah. And I stayed, first of all, in a place called Ikigai. Uh, And I've done a video, an interview with a guy that runs Ikigai. Oh, yes, I saw that the other day. Yeah, Yeah. great. Uh, And then I've moved to a place called Nine, which is, I think, it's been rated the top co-live co-workspace in Europe for the last few years. And uh, I worked (laughs) hard to get in here. Yeah. uh, Because it's always booked.
3: It's always Uh, booked,
1: right. Yeah. But you can. I mean, I, I just wrote to, I didn't just take on face value the fact that it looked like it was booked on. Uh, the online booking I wrote the owner
0: okay yeah just to make doubly sure right The yeah
1: uh, okay. well no just to say this is my situation yeah. I would love to be here with you oh wow and can you make it happen and she did
0: well brilliant fantastic <laughs> there you go so you've got to use your influence and your sass a little bit as well Sarah
1: Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, if you don't ask, you never give someone the chance to say yes.
0: Yeah, dig into those resources. Fantastic. We'll come to the chat in a minute. The chat's getting really busy, so Mm -hmm. we'll come on to that in a moment. And
1: then I'm off to um, mainland Spain next. I'm off to a place called Sun & Co uh, in Javier, near Alicante.
0: Well, lovely. That's on the coast, is it, I take it?
1: Uh, It's just in from the coast.
0: Okay, gotcha lovely wow so there's a varied experience for you folks and just out of interest you know what is a co-live and a co-work space is it a hotel you know what is it well it's just trying to describe it to us i know everyone's different but give us a sense and a flavor for what it feels like to be in one of these places
1: well the central theme is community okay and a a co-work space there are co-work spaces everywhere and obviously we've got them all over and in the uk and yeah all um, right but, yeah, there are loads of co-work spaces in the UK. Yeah, I hadn't appreciated so, that, question. Yeah, they're all, like, called, or places you can go do hot desking or yeah. work hubs, everything like that. Um, the difference with the co-lib is that you are all in one, usually one location, one residence. They're largely small or large houses. So the one that I'm in at the moment, and I'm going to do a video tour Round right here in the next day or two so oh, you have to subscribe brilliant. to my youtube channel to see yeah. it
0: <laughs> uh, there you go folks
1: yeah but it's a huge historic house in uh the town of Laura tarver absolutely ginormous wow. and there are it can sleep i think 20 co-livers yeah and there's a huge rooftop terrace there's um uh there's daily yoga in the morning Um, there's lots of other outside space and there's uh everyone has their own bedroom I think there's one maybe shared room some places offer a dorm option um I haven't taken that up because I'm not going that far
0: (laughs) A, a dorm option what do you mean by that
1: a dorm like, say, so oh, dorm.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, dorm. Yeah, Dormitory, adorn. adorn. yeah, live together with other people, yeah, yeah, a hostel type arrangement.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like a hostel, but nicer. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and but you can, there was one place that I went to called Cactus Co in that I went for a wine tasting because a lot of the co work and co live community, the owners of the co live, they arrange mutual events, yeah. So, you get together, for example, here on. The weekend at nine, there's mm-hmm. going to be a community event and
3: wow, it's lots of social the, stuff.
1: Yeah, all the co-livers mm-hmm. from this part of the island are all invited as well as the community. Uh, so they largely will, the established ones will get on and they'll recommend each other and they'll have these sort of mutual events. Brilliant. Um, and then everyone is different. So with this co-work, co-live space. There's a lot of, like, social events organised, there's daily yoga, breakfast is provided, there's things like a family dinner every Wednesday. Other co-lib spaces, there are no events organised. There's, um I think, a big difference is if the host or the owner lives in the space, because then it's a far more curated experience, a managed experience. Gotcha. So with some that I've been in, it's, Uh, they will all set up a WhatsApp or a Slack community. Yeah. Um, Mm. And so you communicate via WhatsApp or Slack. And Slack's like a communication project
0: management platform. Yeah, brilliant.
1: Yeah, so that's how you communicate Mm. in terms of organising things. Um, But then it's really dependent on the place that you're staying. But some places you're really left to your own devices in terms of, You've got to make your own arrangements with your co livers. You don't necessarily know that much of what's going on. Yeah. Whereas with other places they really keep you informed and supported. Oh, really different.
0: Fascinating. Absolutely mm-hmm. fascinating. Wow. And oh, gosh, I mean there's so much there. Don't, um, just before we go to the, the comments, I've just got a question. It, I mean, just rough costs, you know, what are we looking at here to have a mm-hmm. to live in a co live space, you know, daily oh, or weekly or whatever?
1: Really good question. Yeah. Uh, it, it varies. Uh, if you want a private room with an ensuite, yeah. I think it can be as much as €80 Euros a night.
0: Okay. What's that, about uh, 60 quid, something like that? Yeah. <clears throat> okay.
1: Uh, then you get discounts for signing up. The biggest discounts are if you sign up for, say, a month or six, uh, six months. Okay. Gotcha. They can quite radically drop. The cheapest one I think I've done was, I had a special offer on was 30, 35 euros a night wow. and that was for a private room. Yeah. If you go the um, dormitory route, um, I think it can drop to about a, hundred, a, a, a thousand euros a month if wow. you are willing to go that route
0: yeah okay yeah okay so well what... i do know
1: people that have done the dormitory route, and yeah it's maybe for people that are just maybe starting out in life i would say
0: yeah okay fine yeah for, for the younger set right maybe okay um let's birdie what's going on in the comments let's catch up with that.
2: Uh, laurie said Honestly, I think work from home gets a bad rap with number one, government offices that can't seem to make it work. And number two, managers that don't know how to manage a remote team, which is different. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that, then, that's an interesting
2: uh, Mathias, comment, yeah, thanks, Laurie. Yeah, Matthias <coughs> said this. He said, I would say that a hybrid working model is the future. In mm. Ireland, where I've been living for years, many friends used to commute two hours each way to Dublin yeah. five days a week before the pandemic. Now they no longer have the pandemic, uh, no longer have to do it, and are more productive working from home, they say the newfound flexibility is better for family life, economics and also the environment. In addition, they can now go for a run during their lunch break, <laughs> such that they have reinvented how they work for the better. Yeah,
1: yeah. Really interesting I, I think the there is real merit in the hybrid model, yeah. or where even a company will say to someone work from home for maybe three months at a time but then come in for you know have these regular really well organized events that are true team community builders
0: yes yeah indeed so be flexible so sometimes in sometimes out yeah i'm with you yeah
2: yeah Okay, Joe said in old companies I'd work with, they would never allow homework, yeah. um, were strict on nine to five. Yeah. Their thought process was if you weren't seen in the office, you weren't working, although mm. figures always showed the work was being done. At Integrity, I was employed Jan 2020 in a pure homework role. Love it. Get more done
0: yeah interesting a lot of people yes. say that actually um, my my wife was working from home mm-hmm. during the pandemic obviously and um she she does the finance for a, um, a, a, a a digital agency and um she found it quite hard to go back to the office but she realized the one thing she missed was the interaction with um you know with with her fellow colleagues and that was the bit that's really easy to miss because it's so efficient to work from home but it's more effective to work in the office she she came to the conclusion of and now we do a three-day week so so she works Mm -hmm. for three days and then we have a long weekend which is really nice Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah that's just my experience Mm -hmm. so yeah sorry Bertie.
2: Yes, Cecile said overcoming our own barriers is a liberating feeling, but most importantly to your true self and simply live your own truth and be happy.
0: Yeah, love that. Yeah, nice one, Cecile. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah Laurie just um, sent a message back to Joe saying this is a huge roadblock to work from home in the government. Yeah. I'm writing my dissertation on military contractors remote working during the pandemic, and the biggest roadblock was supervisors. Uh,
0: Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and I wonder whether security is an issue for that kind of work as well. I don't know. That would be interesting to find out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, interesting. Thanks, Laurie. Yeah.
2: And then Matthias just said that he would like to – he would love to read the dissertation when it's finished. Uh, Joe <laughs> oh, said, you There's community Laurie, for you. if you, yes, Laurie, uh, Joe said, Laurie, if you would like to chat to anyone who is or was a military contractor, let me know. So Laurie, there you've got it. There you go. Loving you. it. She knows it too.
0: Yeah, nice.
2: <laughs> uh, Laurie just commented on what you yeah. said, Sarah. She said, rough life. Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's really rough, isn't it? Yeah, we feel we feel for you. We really do.
2: <laughs> well, so it sounds like an amazing lifestyle. Well done. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Paul.
0: Yeah. yeah, great to see you again, Paul. So uh, I know, Paul, you've been through a few ups and downs recently, so I hope everything's all right with you at the moment, mate. Mm.
2: Okay, and then it's just Laurie and Joe networking, which is great to see here. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Elaine... <laughs> Elaine said, loving the sounds of co live co-work. Are the ages mixed, Sarah? Oh,
0: good question. Nice, Mm -hmm. Elaine. Go for it, Sarah. Jump in.
1: Uh, They are are and they aren't. I would say uh, Andrew and I were discussing some stats that he'd researched earlier. And I think the average age is early 30s. Um, I would say uh, late 20s, early 30s is the most predominant yeah. i think i'm one of the oldest people i've met okay uh that's interesting quite sometimes quite a long way <laughs> <laughs> uh how does you
0: feel sarah how does you feel
1: well yes yeah. uh, i've met uh yeah i have met other people in their early 50s yeah doing digital nomad yeah not many of them. Okay. But it doesn't mean that just because there aren't many of them right now doesn't mean that you shouldn't and you couldn't.
0: Indeed, because it could attract any age group, right? But predominantly yeah. we're looking at the younger set, but that's just stats, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah. I, I just think maybe it's because people haven't encountered the idea of it yet. or And when I um, first said, oh, I'm going to try the digital nomad lifestyle, the amount of people that said to me, what's that? Yeah. And so that's partly why I started the video series, just, yeah, just describing actually what is it, what's yeah. it like, what's the realities of it.
0: Yeah, and that everyday journey has just been fantastic to uh, to share with you. So uh, great oh, idea, indeed. brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. Burdine.
2: Okay, Mathieu said co-working spaces can also be fantastic platforms mm-hmm. to meet new people yeah, yeah. and learn new things. Iconic offices in Dublin has become known internationally for hosting Ooh. webinars for Ooh. all interested, where entrepreneurs and public speakers are given the opportunities to promote their work by hosting insightful webinars about well-being at work and workspaces for the future. Fantastic sessions. You can all go and watch it there. He dropped the link in
1: the comments as well.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, there so, you go, Sarah. There's some opportunities as well yeah. to uh, to extend that story. Wow, brilliant. Thank
1: you, Matthias. Whichever.
0: Yeah, he's a star, really. <laughs> well done, Matthias.
1: Um, then Paul Hughes said Morning, it Paul. would be interesting
2: to see how many digital brown. nomads actually decide to permanently live in the country that they are co-working or co-living in.
0: Can you do that now with the European Union closed off to the UK? Is there a minimum time, Sarah, now?
1: There, there's um, some visas being introduced. that I, I now get a lot of messages from people about, including you, Andrew. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> what's, what's this about digital nomad? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are a, a number of uh, digital nomad visas being introduced. Ah. And there's also, for example... In madeira there's a it's like a retirement type of scheme a residency scheme but you don't have to be old so it's called a type of re- retirement residency but it's not the fact you've got to be a certain age i think you have to fulfill other criteria so a lot of other countries are introducing different types of schemes and and part of the reason that I'll be leaving um, mainland Spain in, uh, in Ju- June is that I'll have done my three months, so I have to leave Europe. Have
0: to leave, yeah,
1: gotcha. Uh, but then other countries have waived, like I think Cyprus and maybe oh Turkey, Maybe I, I don't know the exact ones. Certain countries have also waived that, so they're not in that scheme. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, and then a few people I know, they when lockdown started to happen, they moved abroad then to get residency before oh, before the Brexit yeah. kicked in. Mm.
0: Okay, so it's a moving it's a moving thing, isn't it? And it's changing all the time. I think is what you're Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Okay, fine. Thank you. Um, just picking up a comment here by Chris Jones, one of my mates. Morning, Chris. Hi, Andrew. We have we have run a completely remote business for the last twelve months. We have a growing staff and it works well for us. It actually allows family flexibility and quality of life uh, days. I I would um, I would do it again in our circumstances. It's not right for all though. Yeah, which I suppose then opens the door to say, well, you can work from anywhere in the world. Then you don't have to be you know, even even in this country. It could be anywhere. <laughs>
1: And, it, and also in answer to, because my that's my bro Paul Hughes.
0: Hello, bro yeah. Paul Hughes.
1: <laughs> oh, he
0: is your bro, literal bro, right? Yeah. Hey, there you go.
1: <laughs> we describe each other as twins, which is seven years, born seven years apart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and he's dialing in from Melbourne this morning. In oh, Australia.
0: nice, Paul. Well done for dialing in. You're you're your in the evening then, right? Or even late evening. I don't know.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, quite a few people do, do take up the mantle of they go somewhere and like, um, uh, Labour, who was the guy that I interviewed at the Lasco Lit place, yeah. uh, he's from Venezuela. He got to Tenerife a year ago and he fell in love with it and he, he started that business and he's, I think, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's permanently resident now. Yeah, I wonder how he's doing it. Anne who runs this co place is actually from the Netherlands. Yeah. And she came in, she founded it four years ago after doing the co-lib co-work. Incredible. So i come across a lot of people who then do settle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so and they there you go, so whole new lifestyle and they settle down and there's some way they do that. That's interesting. So um, your bro says it's six thirty over over there. <laughs> 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 Ah, brilliant. Verdeen, just finish off on the comments and then we'll move on. Uh,
2: okay, so um, Laurie Hale said, Paul Hughes, Mia managed the European contracts for our company from our headquarters in Texas, but moved to the UK about a year into it. Too bad we didn't have contracts in Spain.
0: There you go. Yeah, so, oh. well, yeah. Mm. And I suppose you could live anywhere now then if you're working from home for, for a US yeah, company. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Okay, hmm. great.
2: Jack Wright said, we often miss the power of the social element of work. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And Sarah, there's one to chip in on there quickly. Yeah. You know, actually you've talked about these co-live, co-workspaces. You know, there's a big social community that goes on, right? Work and play.
1: Yeah, um and that's why uh I came out and did this. Yeah. Because I've been really struggling to find a good co-work space in Devon. Yeah. Um and I was just thinking I I'm re- I really want to be somewhere that's vibrant and dynamic I'm meeting uh people from a, a wide variety of backgrounds. Um and the yeah, the co-live space because people and connection and community I don't think we can be happy without that. Yeah. And, that's a and the point, isn't it? Yeah. And I yeah. think with being single and I don't have children, I've got amazing friends and family. Yeah. Um, and it was Esther Ranson actually that said, you know, when you've got lots of people to do something with, but you haven't got someone to do nothing with. And and it's just finding that yeah go and have you know go and do like a Muslim class or go and do this and I'd be back home and I'm like well I'm just sat here on my own
0: yeah yeah but it's nice to do something nothing with somebody right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I'm with you and you get that experience of shared experience and and my my guess is too you know that. because you've got this whole new experience and this whole new energy system going, you know, how do you find that, has work boosted for you? You know, has it changed? What's changed for you work-wise because of this new experience?
1: What's been really surprising is Mm. that when I started to do the video diary, I didn't do it in my normal work mode. And my normal work mode, because I do run a marketing business, is a we have um, a target, we have objectives, we have a strategy, yeah. we have expected outcomes and I, I didn't do any of that. I thought my only objective with the videos is to share the experience yeah. of what it's been like yeah. and to do it in a way that's real, authentic. It's not overly produced. No. And I, this, and I'm calling this my sort of experiment because other than having that one-way ticket and the three nights in hotel, i had nothing banned absolutely nothing so i thought let's see what shakes out of the experience yeah. and what has so far is that people that have seen my videos because i post them on linkedin facebook and now youtube um has really given them a chance to know like and trust me in a different way
0: yeah, indeed indeed yeah
1: and interesting, so I, yeah, and that's so that's one side of it that I've been um, getting interest from people that even if I've been connected to yeah, them for years, an engagement, you know, it's a different kind of engagement. Yeah. Um. And I, the other thing that's it's going to be interesting what happens with it because I've been contacted bit by people as far afield as Reykjavik, yeah, that have seen the videos and are like, "Oh, can we do? Um, can I do a session with you about?" How it could work for me. You know, there are a lot of people, yeah, dissatisfied with the corporate executive life, mm. and I think they just want that sort of holding hand.
0: Of course, yeah. Can I share your experience? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've got to or, see or just I've like
1: ones. sound you out on how it could work for me. Right. Um, and also been approached potentially about, <clears throat> excuse me, featuring on podcasts, uh, doing an interview in a national newspaper. And then also potentially
0: writing a book. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the opportunities are endless from doing this, Sarah. Yeah, brilliant. And people mm. listen, right? And ask yeah. questions. And just like Joe Cooper's just asked a question here, i actually give you a bit of, bit of space mm. to, um, to relax for a moment. Can you digital nomad for a few weeks at a time or do you need longer
1: to get into the swing of it all? There you go. That's an excellent question, Joe. Mm. I, I think you can just do what works for you. If if yeah. the only way that you can do it is to do it for a few weeks, just do it for a few weeks. Do it for a week.
0: Yeah. There because you go. at least it's
1: a taste.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Taste and you it. You can
1: always go back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Which, yeah. Two dot zero. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Um, Mateus says this if the guy you interviewed is from Venezuela or South America in general he yeah. is free to live in Spain so there you go that might be oh that, yeah ah, they, God, Mateus, you are so on it, it <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Mateus is there and Laurie and everybody They're just all on it today It's just fantastic brilliant so uh, Sarah highs and lows talk us mm. to, talk us about highs and
1: yeah, lows I was thinking about this I'll mm. start with the highs yeah uh I've had some amazing experiences that there is no way on earth that I would have had the experiences that I've had. Like the other day, um, I uh, one of the people I met is a really great guy called Sonia Osala, yeah. who is a YouTube creator and he creates documentaries on living the digital nomad life. Really yeah. worth checking out his YouTube channel. Um, and uh, he invited me to this VIP day that he was on where it was going into a naga which is a prehistoric forest.
3: Wow.
1: And we had this, uh, we had our own tour guide and we were just seeing the most incredible mountain vistas. Then we went down to this volcanic beach. Wow. So things like that, seeing turtles, mm. uh, diving in yeah, the Atlantic, yeah. um, beautiful. incredible scenery, um, other highlights, the sense of freedom. Yeah. Um,
0: Joy, freedom
1: and love, right? Absolutely um, sense of freedom of mm. actually not knowing. Yeah. And just having the most surreal experiences. Like I was walking around, it's called Palmeter, and it's a, the Palm Botanical Garden in uh, Santa Cruz, which is about an hour from where I am in Tenerife. Yeah. And got chatting to these three people. And one of them turned out to be a famous actress called Eliza Butterworth, who's filming huh? right now for the BBC in cool. Tenerife, a new Fantastic. series, yeah. and her boyfriend and his friend. And we got chatting in walking around this Palm Botanical Garden, Cause there was some little duckling struggling in a pond there <laughs> and and, and I, you know you just think am i really having this experience wonderful yeah am i really Pinch yourself. Yeah. these people yeah so there's
0: all the highs give us a few lows
1: the lows are um not knowing a soul when you turn up yeah so you've got to um, make new friends Constantly make new friends. Yeah. Some places you go to, it can be cliquey.
0: Uh, okay, so there's cliqueys to get through. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because
1: especially if you've got people that are, they've maybe been in the co-live for quite some time together.
0: Uh, got Yeah, gotcha.
1: And you can feel really quite excluded. So I've had quite a few instances mm. of, mm. especially because it's a little bit like being an expat when you do this lifestyle. That you are really reliant on the community that you're going to, because yeah. you don't know anyone. Yeah. And it's things like uh, you, there are Slack channels and WhatsApp groups, so you're meant to sort of be told about what's going on in the co live and everything. But the amount of times that you see everyone else going out, and you think, "Well, where are you all going? And
0: yeah. you're
1: not invited."
0: Yeah. Okay because and of the right
1: so it, it's mm. stuff like that that's really difficult because I'm only coming out to do this for community and adventure yeah, and yeah, yeah. Work. yeah, yeah. so if you haven't got that and mm. you're in a place where everyone else seems to be all like matey yeah. that's quite difficult and, okay. and I don't think anyone's doing it deliberately no no Okay. No, I get so, it so uh, other things obviously language barrier um, yeah I I don't speak Spanish and I've travelled to Spanish-speaking countries, and although they are, can be quite touristy, some of the countries, a large a large part of the population that I've met only speak Spanish, not English. Yeah. So there are definite translation and language issues. Um, and the other thing is just the fact that. Every single thing is new. So I was, when I first started doing the travelling, I was thinking, why do I feel wiped out so quickly? Yeah. And it's the fact that, I, because obviously I went from Portuguese to Spanish language as well. Um, But I, I don't know the area. I don't yeah. know yeah. the landscape. I don't know the people. Every house has got its own rules. Yeah. Every co-work space has got its own rules. I don't know where to go and find things to eat. I don't know yeah. the public transport system. Yeah. So absolutely everything is, is constantly changing. Yeah.
0: That's a real, thank you for that. Really, really useful mm-hmm. um summary there. And uh Bro Paul says um our time zones a big factor when choosing the destination for digital nomad experiences. A seven or eight hour time difference can be really hard to
1: maintain. What say you, Sarah? Uh absolutely yeah. and it it's factoring into where i do travel next because i'm returning to the uk in june um because i'm I'm delivering like face-to-face training and everything like that uh however uh i am going to see my brother in australia in december there you go Paul. Uh, yeah But I would really like to do another adventure there, which would be Bali and Thailand.
0: Oh yes, now you're talking. There you go. So there's two dot zero coming up then, Sarah. Yeah, because that's a
1: huge, huge digital nomad community. It's a very mature one. I have to factor in that I have to take my business seriously, and and I think I think the longest day that I've worked. While I've been out here is a 13 hour day. Yeah. And last night I, well, I worked actually until 1.30am this morning. Gosh, yeah. And I was up at, um, 6am to do the booth. I'm ready for this, uh, <laughs> or I get together. So I, at times I am whacking serious hours into working. Yeah. And I think some people just have an idea that, all that
0: you're doing is sitting by at a bar and yeah. it's not no okay so because
1: yeah. i've got to run a business you've got to run a business take that seriously
0: and yeah. take it seriously so finding the time to do all the organizing and all the the kind of reports yeah. and everything else that goes with the job okay mm-hmm. as well as all the zooms and everything else yeah okay thank you now look we're heading very quickly into overtime right now but okay. i just we, we just I'm really yeah i know i know it does but we've got we've got i'd love to know about you talked about the bouffant and just talk to us very briefly about the packing experience before we close off so it would be really interesting
1: um, i've brought one suitcase um, (laughs) 20 kilos is that all i thought you'd be
0: like 55 kilos or something massive
1: (laughs) well i thought 20 kilos but i i was really hard on I I just, when I've travelled before, honestly, the suitcase was that big and heavy. The taxi (laughs) driver asked me if it contained a human being.
0: (laughs) That's just the hair products, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, talking of the hair products, we did mention it the other day. So I've actually brought with me. Some props. Lovely. These are the hair products. Hang on. So there's three there. Okay. (laughs) These are the amount of hair products. This is why I can't go in just a rucksack. Ah! I mean, are... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and there's more. And there's um, more. Yeah, and well, when
0: they run out, presumably yeah. you can buy them on mainland Spain.
1: Yes. Yeah. I tell you the one thing that I wish I'd brought that I didn't bring, because um, I brought things like a rain cape that has been absolutely brilliant because it also covers my rucksack. Of course. And I've really needed it. And there's yeah. no point in bringing an umbrella if you're going somewhere windy. Yeah. Raincoat's been brilliant. I've brought my walking boots, which I've used extensively. Wonderful. Um The thing that I wish I'd brought is a colour catcher. And that's, you know, those sheets that you put in with your washing?
3: Yeah.
1: Because mm. all the, the co-lib spaces have these wa- massive washing machines yeah. that you just like, oh, I've any haven't I mean, you got that whereas if you've got a color catcher you could just bung all your darks and your lights in together
0: okay got it nice okay there you go some practical that's
1: a very practical tip. take
0: a color catcher with you for washing brilliant <laughs> sarah we've really enjoyed um this show today with you absolutely fantastic really really enjoyed oh, yeah. that likewise um yeah i mean we could chat for ages um just very briefly look you know you can catch sarah this is sarah's details we'll put those in the in the chat as well so you can contact sarah on linkedin um and on our website uh, boostbusinessgrowth.co.uk. boost business boost growth and um there's some free resources there as well on free resources guide uh, uh forward slash uh, free resources guide from her business uh, boost website um, she's also got the uh, prospectbooster.com uh, lead finder as well there, and you'll see all of those on her LinkedIn profile. Mobile and um, uh, her email address is Sarah at uk, and Twitter. Uh, uh, the Sarah Hughes is that have I got that right? Yeah, it
1: is. Lovely. Yeah, Super. I'm not that active on Twitter, but LinkedIn's the main yeah. main channel
0: for me. Yeah, so you can contact her there. Please feel free to contact her um, and um, get involved. And any questions you've got, I'm sure she'll help you out both on the marketing side, on the business to business marketing side, as well as her digital nomad experience. So. Yeah, so um, thank you again, Sarah. I hope that was food for thought for you, an extraordinary conversation we've had today. Um, Just before I go on to what's happening next week, um, just a quick um, thing on Leaders Live. Um, So... um, Oh, where do I start on Leaders Live? Well, uh, Leaders Live is, it's a free service, you know, uh, and it's all about engagement and having extraordinary conversations with people. And it starts with the idea and the passion that you are more than you think. And we are also building a community of like-minded folks here, um, which we're doing really well today. And it's been brilliant with the community today. And this is uh, particularly relevant for building back better businesses and people after the following two years of the pandemic, which actually, Sarah has been, um highlighting as well so our motto is I to the power of we so leaders live freely available educating expression of this anyone can join in and take part in the extraordinary conversations that we have just like we've had today so that's a little bit about me uh, about uh, leaders live if you want to um, know a little bit about what i do in the um you know, professionally and commercially um, you can book me for a keynote speaking and hosting events. I facilitate top teams um, for high performance development and strategy process and leadership development, fully qualified um, executive coach. And you can also join Inspired CEOs if you are an, um, a business leader of a small to medium business enterprise. So um, that's a little bit about me. And in terms of the goose for next week, in terms of what we're doing next week. Um, yeah, next week's show on Tuesday, the 24th of May at 8.45am UK time, I'll be hanging out with Dr. Ian Price, um, our resident, um, um, neuroscientist and another regular guest on Leaders Live as a contributor. And we'll be chatting about, uh, tell imposter theorem to beep right off. You can add the, the four letter word for that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, actually we're covering imposter sy- syndrome by popular demand. And so Matthias and others have have expressed uh, uh, and Jonas and others have wanted um, something on um, imposter syndrome. So here we are. So that's coming up next week on the 24th of May. And uh, be there or be square. So also the get to know you in five slot will be back with Mateus Sorovic gonna join in and be our, our five minute guest so we get to know him a little bit more. We can't wait. So be there, be square folks, and in the meantime you can um rap you can rap to this music if I can find it. Uh where are we? There we go. And um yeah, it's so a goodbye from Sarah, from me and from Bertine. We'll see you later. Enjoy all the confetti that's pouring down from the screen right now. We'll be clearing it up forever. Have a great week ahead, and thank you for listening. Cheers for now, everybody. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.